Yeah, that was almost perfect. That's what she said. <laughs> Dick, you're killing me, man. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That's. Go ahead. That's what she <laughs> said. <laughs> oh, oh. Welcome, 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 welcome to Cybercast. I'm Play. I'm Ty. I'm Tosh. And I'm Dick. Hello, everybody. Uh, today we're going to talk about. Well, all of us are iPhone users on the show now. Uh, since uh, Ty finally decided to give up on on the Googles. This actually will also be relevant to Android users or uh, BlackBerry users, maybe. Uh, Windows users, probably not. Uh, (laughs) But we're going to talk about using our phones uh, for for productivity, for fun. You know, what sort of apps do you definitely put on your phone right away when you get a new phone? I think I'm going to start off uh, since we all know that I'm into the photography, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, We all know that... uh, I I use big boy cameras, uh, film and digital, but the 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 third leg of this tripod uh, is so I use film, digital, and uh, basically you know, a camera that's always with me. That's my phone. Um, mobile photography. Mobile photography, exactly. I mean, they, you know, back in the days they used to call it iPhonography, right? I don't know. If, do, uh, do people still I use that? that name? Yeah, yeah. But why? Tell me. <laughs> Just because it it basically. Is because you got photography, mm-hmm. which you do with uh, your DSLR or like your point and shoot. Mm-hmm. And you, get, you know, it has all those things in there, but iPhoneography, photography taken with only an iPhone. Uh-huh. Like, come on. Like. Well, you, know, you know, at one point, people who were doing uh, the iPhoneography thing, they, so some people had rules. It had to be like taken by the app uh, and no manipulation after, right? And then you had some people that had the, the idea of, well, yeah, you take it with the app and the sky's the limit, you know? And so everyone has rules uh, that they put into place. Which app? <coughs> the, the standard app? Well, some people <clears throat> would say the standard app and some people would use something like, um, what was that lo-fi app again? Um, a hipstamatic? You remember hipstamatic? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? A hipstamatic. And the hipstamatic had uh, had an app called like uh, Photo Booth or something like that. Or, or something where you basically you would take a picture, you would put it in there. You, I think you could only use one image. Like you could, you, like you couldn't do like you did one thing to that image, and that image was basically locked. Wasn't it called some some like photo booth or something? You remember? No, it was just called Hipstamatic, right? Right, right. But Hipstamatic, the people who did that app made another app. It was like sort of a photo booth, and then you could you could. Uh, you could do different manipulations to the, the the image. I don't remember that one. No. I only remember Hipstamatic and when Never you took a shot, it randomized basically the effects, the lo-fi effects that yeah. it uh, put on the picture and right. could not change it at all. Yeah. You know? And they basically were square format images. Perfect for, of course, Instagram. Yeah. Right? Instagram was huge at that, at that time. Uh, I mean, it still is huge, but, you know, p- people were making a lot of square images just so that you could put it in Instagram without having to do any uh, crazy cropping. Somebody mentioned earlier, um, well, I heard him mention this like a week or two ago, that Instagram is eating Facebook's lunch. Is that happening? Well, well no, no, they said they, they would be, but they said, they except for the fact that they own them. But right. really? Is that what happened? I think I think they are. Wow. I think they are. I, Instagram, I mean, I honestly thought that when Facebook bought Instagram, they were dead. I honestly thought they were dead in the water. And I actually took a lot of my images off, right? I, I mean, I, I basically, I'm not really a fan of Facebook and their, their policies. Uh, but, I mean, I'm, the main social network that I use now 
is Instagram. You know, I'm, I'm there every day. Can I ask what policy of Facebook you don't like? Just, just basically the snooping, you know, like if you were to uh, use the, the Facebook app on your phone, it basically still runs the processor and heavily, you you know, drains your battery. I mean, there are a lot of policies that they have that just come across a little bit scammy for me. Okay. Um, oh, by the way, that 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 hipsomatic app is called Incrediboof. Incrediboof. Yeah, oh, it's a photo booth in your pocket, and basically, you take an image, you you put it in there, and you 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 could do it where you have a photo. Remember the 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 booth you go into, and it gives you like a a roll of images. Yeah. yeah a strip yeah. of images. Yeah. Basically, did that. Um, oh yeah, yeah 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 I remember this app. Right. That was a long time ago. It was. Man. It was. It was back in the 3GS days. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the main the main app for me, the first app I put in my phone when I get a new phone is Visco Cam. Uh, Visco, the company that uh, makes different plugins uh, for Photoshop and Lightroom. Uh, their camera, to me, and the manipulations that you could do with it are probably the best on the, on the iPhone. Like I, like if I were to just choose only one camera app, and let's just say get rid of the the main stock camera app that's probably the camera app i would use any camera apps that you guys like to use other than the the stock uh, oh, what Tosh, else do you use what, besides that one besides that one so lightroom mobile um i use also in snapseed um and every now and then i use different apps to do different effects like i'll use nlight uh that helps me crop my images a certain way so that i could post it with you know maybe wider black bars in instagram um I also have an app called uh I think it's called Over Overlay where it uh is it called Overlay? I think it's called Overlay where you can put image uh, text on your uh it's thunder. Wow. <laughs> where you could put text on your images. Um so those are my main photography apps. Is it called Over or Overlay? I think it's called it might be called Over. It's just, yeah, the yellow app, yeah, mm-hmm. Over. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Any any other any uh any apps that you use other than the stock camera app dick? There's one I used to use, um, but I was I, I resort to the stock one. I forgot the name. It's a uh, had like a plus in the name. Oh, camera, camera plus? plus. Yeah, but that's yeah. exactly it. Mm. Yeah. Is that a good one? Yeah, it's a good one. Actually, Actually I still two- have it on, but it it, it it is not as user friendly as just as quick to just take a picture and move on to the next one as your stock camera. Well, so so there there are two camera plus apps. Is it the camera plus with the plus sign or is the camera plus with the name plus? With the plus sign. Okay, yeah. So that's the one that Lisa Bethany did. Bethany did, um, mm. And that's a really good app, actually. Uh, that used to be my main go-to app until ViscoCam came along. You told me about it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> there you go. I think it was on sale and you said you should get it. And I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. It used to be like, definitely my main, go- main go-to app. And then uh, Visco came along. And Vi- I like the fact that ViscoCam is just simple. Like, take an image, that's it. You can go in there, do a few basic adjustments, end of story, you know? So so that's basically your main camera app is the one that comes with the iPhone, and then every now and then you go into Camera Plus then. Okay, real quick. Camera Plus mm-hmm. over the stock photography one. What what reason? I, mean, I know you have more options, but what do you what do you use it for when you so use with, it? Well, with, uh, with, camera, with Camera Plus at the, at the beginning, I think they had the ability to, do, to use the shutter button before Apple allowed it on their iphone yeah and then they they got kicked of, out uh, yeah yeah, banned them. <laughs> yeah they banned them for doing that and then apple basically took it and then did it on their own uh on their own what do you mean the shutter button the, the volume uh so the volume up button yeah they basically allowed you to use that as your shutter button mm-hmm. right and uh and then apple basically said that functionality is outside of the scope and so they banned them 
And they were out for a good while. It might have been a year, maybe, right? They were out for a really long time. Um, and mm, the only yeah, way, about a year. right? About a year. And the only way you could use it is if you, if you had already bought it. But if you didn't buy it, that's it. You were mm. out of luck. Um, and then Apple decided in the next uh, release, they uh, they put it on their own app, and then they allowed them back in. <laughs> so that was kind of it. Was kind of scheming. Yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't that nice. Um, I mean, they lost a lot of money in that time, but of course, as soon as it was back, allowed back in, they, you know, people went to go buy it. Uh, and, and I think that that's when I told you to get it, is because at that time they were giving people a chance to get it for ninety nine cents, mm-hmm. and, and I think it was normally like two ninety nine, or or Maybe something more. like that, right? Might have been four ninety nine, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, might have been four ninety nine. Four ninety nine, really? It might have been. I, I'm, it might have been at one one point, but yeah. I believe when I bought it, it was around like. Uh, 99 cents mm-hmm. maybe yeah all right so dick you dick is really uh, uh more into the, the stock app like what about you photography mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. photography okay well, and what about you uh atosh um for me it's pretty much the same as dick i'm i'm a i'm pretty much a noob when it comes to photography so uh i stick to the native camera app mostly mm. mm-hmm. and probably the last other camera app that i had installed on my phone was uh, camera plus okay and I, I liked it good enough but um just haven't found a good enough reason to use that instead of the native app. Okay. Um, and one other app that I used because I had this camera attachment, right, for my uh, 5S. Mm. The Oloclip? The Oloclip. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it came with its own app that, that allows you to manipulate... Um, the wide angle. The wide angle, exa- exactly. So okay. um, that was pretty cool, but... Uh, wasn't really enough to replace the native camera app. But at, at the time when you got the Oloclip, you really loved it. Uh, is it not something that you use anymore? Uh, no, I sold it together with uh, the 5S. Mm, okay, okay. It didn't, oh, yeah, fit I my, it, didn't, it didn't fit my 6, so... Uh, yeah, yeah, I totally forgot it was for your 5. I, I thought it was just 6 that you had it for. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't enough probably for you with to the, say Probably it. with the 6, it would work. Yeah, I think really, it probably really would have well. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was a bit of a hassle carrying that thing, putting it on. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I'm not that much of a photographer, so uh, mm-hmm. I'm probably not the right person to, to have that. <laughs> so like, uh, what about you, uh, uh, Ty? Well, a lot of times uh, I use the regular camera app to just p- take pictures. Mm-hmm. There are some times I choose a different app, but... Um, mainly what I do is like take a picture and then if I really want to do something with it, go through uh, different apps, depending on what kind of uh, manipulation I want to place on that photograph. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm actually in a unique situation right now because I have been on my Android for the last couple of weeks and I've got my iPhone right now for maybe two weeks and I had to like totally reset the whole phone right Mm, mm -hmm. so i'm still in the process of you know thinking of ah what app was i using again you know but the photography apps that i got right now are like um camera plus lightroom uh dark room which is i have that too yeah Mm -hmm. and i recently started to try out raw that's a, yeah. an app, or you mean raw the format? No, that, that's an application called raw. Oh, R A W. Yeah, R A W. Okay, but it it doesn't actually use raw, right? No, it it basically gives you full control over like your sharpness and uh, your lighting and stuff like that. So like raw? Mm. No, 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 no. More like raw, because like w- with the stock app, you're not able to. Well, you kind of are able to do your focus but you can't really do like a focus pull if you want to do that basically right mm. 
And with this app, you actually have a slider which you can slide your focus to whichever point you want it. Now, do these apps you guys use, do they have the slow mo when you record? Because that's what I like to use for video, you mean? Yeah, I use yeah. it a lot. <laughs> yeah i don't the things i i'm not a video is not really something i i don't think about video much uh um, gee dick actually, what do you use the slow-mo for well i just did it today <laughs> I, I had my uh my lady like lift herself up and just drop herself down and had her booty jiggles and then i get it in slow-mo and i play it back <laughs> and it just you see how much it, it goes by so quick but you see how much is involved with that it's like <laughs> so dick likes to savor it so he's it, like it's let's hypnotic, it's hypnotic. <laughs> so you like uh, you like the show Time Warp? Uh, I never heard of it. I never seen or heard of it. It's yeah, a I discovery. Uh, it's on the Discovery Channel. It's uh, oh, basically so the whole show probably. revolves around taking things, filming them in ultra slow motion, and just looking at it. Really? Like, uh, yeah, for like the whole breaking breaking spaghetti, for instance. That's something that uh, there's more to it than meets the eye. Really? So like breaking like uncooked spaghetti, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they they never break exactly in half. That's I'll tell you this, cool. guys. Mm-hmm. Do that slow mo video with your significant other, and just—it's good stuff, man. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be doing slow mo, and her hand will be reaching over my phone as she reaches to slap me. <laughs> well, well, no. <laughs> I, I guess that can happen. Yeah, I guess you could do while they're sleeping and tickle them with a feather, and they're gonna move. <laughs> That's okay. a violation, but they'll never know. Oh gosh. <laughs> Um, yeah, so video is not really uh, something I do that often with my phone. I mean, like every now and then I'll use Boomerang, that Instagram app, right? Uh, which basically creates, uh, what, what do you call those uh, little snippet videos? Like, uh, I forgot how long they are, but they basically loop around like three GIF. times before it stops. Yeah, like a GIF, yeah. Yeah, so Film Filmic Pro is definitely way above my head. Um, yeah, so uh, any uh, any other comments about Filmic Pro? Uh, Ty? Mm, no, it's just a great application and it has a lot of features, you know. And I've actually used it for work and actually created content like that. Mm. So, so creating the, content, like, you know, basically editing on a, a device like that. Uh, why, why don't you? <laughs> why don't you <laughs> yeah, us? don't get me started on that, man. Like, oh, it's god awful. Why is it god awful? The, the size or like. No, not the size. Well, maybe the size. The size kind of is an issue too Mm -hmm. but the granular control and i've mainly used um imovie and there's a different application called cute cut i believe where you have three tracks but the thing is for like simple editing stuff imovie is perfect you know Mm -hmm. sorry but like well, you really want to perfect. create content? <laughs> I think I think someone. Well, it's not perfect, but like for yeah, the regular person, you know, who just wants to edit a, a couple of things, you know, just basically put uh, three videos uh, behind each other. It's perfect. No. Well, you you, it, you you back to differ, <laughs> uh, Tosh. Well, I would I would say it does job, but to say it's perfect, uh-huh. yeah, it's not. If I could choose, I would just throw it in a bin and never look at it okay but that's me but but the thing is i'm an editor right Mm -hmm. i'm an editor i use adobe premiere and using adobe premiere and using iMovie on an iphone Mm -hmm. mm. night and day no no but isn't there an alternative like isn't there a, a mobile version of like adobe 
uh, software for by Adobe? Yeah, there is one, and I don't like that one either. Oh, okay. And I believe Avid has one too. I don't know if they still have it. Mm-hmm. And what about Final they Cut? That's it. that's on the iPad, right? Or also on iPhone? Is it? Mm, is it? I just, I'm asking. No. Uh, no, I don't think no, so. No, no, no. No, no, only iMovie is uh, available. And I believe I use the iMovie on um, the iPad as well. And it's a l- tiny bit better, mm-hmm. but still, <laughs> no. Like the thing, you, you can't get like simple control of like, put it, say you want to do a voiceover, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to get a voiceover in iMovie is, yeah. or like trying to get, uh, if somebody's talking in one clip and you want to overlay a different clip, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it takes so much time to do that. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, no. Is it because of the, like the touch, uh, because it's a touch thing or is it just? Um, uh, it, it might be a touch thing, but I think you would be able to do it with touch. I, I believe there's a different application called um, what's the name again? It's something like Pixelator. No, there are a couple of editing apps like like for consumers. There are a couple of uh, editing apps on the computer. Mm-hmm. Which one is the popular one for for video? Yeah, for video. Uh, yeah, I, I'm video is so foreign to me. I have no mm-hmm. idea. Like every like most people. Kind of rings a bell when you say that name. Oh, okay. I can't remember the name. And that one has a version on the iPad, and that one seems to be kind of the thing you would kind of want to need because you want multi-track, you know, you want to be able to put on over graphics. I believe it even has lower thirds, you know. Mm-hmm. You know that's the kind of stuff you that I kind of need. Like, I, I don't want to feel too basic. But but, yeah, uh, but hold on. So, so uh, lower thirds is not available in iMovie, though. No. It, oh, it isn't. Wow. Okay. Well, it's it sort of. Oh. <laughs> sort of. Wait, no. Oh. You can kind of sort of get it. And yeah, no. And I do have. I have had a couple of apps where I could just like, kind of create like some flashy Instagram videos, mm-hmm. right? And uh, those are fine, you know, because it's just more the flashiness and putting a couple of pictures uh, behind each other and putting a couple of effects, text effects and stuff like that. And basically the app does most of the work. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it's fine for me, you know, like that stuff for Instagram is fine. But if I really want to do, you know, trying to make a mini movie on the iPhone and... I've been thinking about I've been pondering the idea like maybe do like sort of like uh, a mini movie or something on the the Instagram platform (laughs) but didn't the Hobbit is that what you said yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's a whole different beast altogether if you want to make the Hobbit on the iPhone that's challenging very challenging I guess (laughs) next yeah. Okay. Have any of you guys tried uh, editing on uh, iPhone? Um, I I edited to when I made a gif. Gif? You mean a gif? <laughs> no, I call it a gif. That's the word. <laughs> <laughs> a gif. Uh, that's a new one for me. <laughs> it's jif. It's jif. Okay. <laughs> like graphic image. <laughs> 
<laughs> so you, you, so you guys, I, I'm pretty sure two of you are G, are are GIF, right? I'm definitely GIF. Okay, and I know Ty, I know Ty is GIF. Mm, I bounce around. Oh, okay, and Dick, you're Jive. I've always been a GIF guy until I heard uh, that it's pronounced GIF. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and of the course, the proper announcement is Jif, right? Well, the guy who created, I think he says it's Jif, but uh, every, I mean, but it, what does he know? know? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, what does he know? <laughs> yeah, but I say I say Jif as well, <laughs> like giraffe. <laughs> yeah, like a giraffic uh, image format. Is yeah. that it? But I mean, yeah, GIF seems. Uh, uh? is it like? Graphic image format is that the yeah gra- yeah graph yeah something like that yeah yeah, yeah. of course you know that that'll be a battle that probably will never be won mm. right I mean how how is it gonna be won um, every day some huh the same way That's tomato not. won over tomato it's gonna win so which is the right way to say it tomato uh, we know every, most people say tomato tomato is the right way to say it the the same way that tomato won over tomato is the same way gif is gonna win over jive. <laughs> You know, like, what about Nikon? Some people say Nikon. I used to say Nikon. Uh, I mean... That's very Dutch of you, man, to say that. What, Nikon? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird when I hear it. I say it now, Nikon, because I hear it so often, but I used to say Nikon. Mm. Uh, like, like Nokia, right? It's Nokia to me, but I don't know. Nokia. All right. You, you know, huh? actually, a little side note. Uh-huh. Apparently, Nokia is coming back. With how? With what? Uh, just, uh, with an Android phone. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, I don't know it, how. Isn't that what you said, like, to, I don't know, a few years ago, that they should have done that instead of the Windows thing? Yeah. They should have just listened <laughs> to you. They should have just hired you. They could have, <laughs> you know, they could have avoided all this, this hurt and pain. And I would have been rich. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't be sitting here then. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was like, oh. Th- no, I would. I would. Like, I would. A podcast. What is a podcast? <laughs> you mean a podcast? Oh. Nah, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So, so, so you, you were editing a, a jive, were, were you, uh, Dick? Yes, Dick. Yeah, Tell us I, about I, the jive. I made a jive. I made some jive. So, I, you know, you have a video and you pick which part of it you want to make into a GIF. <laughs> uh huh. So, what you That's editing, right? Yeah, well, what ad, what app were you using for that? Oh man, I don't remember. I know sometimes I just do it straight on Tumblr, or um, it was like GIF Creator or something like that. Oh, I don't okay. have it on right now. It's not an essential app. It's only when oh. I need it do I go look it up and re-download it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wait, you're able to edit uh, GIFs on uh, Tumblr? Yeah, I think I it's been like so, that yeah. for a while. Yeah, t- Tumblr is the biggest GIF generate you know co- content farm. I know uh, Tumblr has a lot of gifts, but like you can create a post. I never knew we were able to create a GIF on Tumblr. Yeah, I'm pretty mm. sure you can. What yeah. it'll go through your videos, and then it'll it'll pull up the whole video. You take the square of of time. It's like a little box of time. You can slide it up and down, and whatever that box is in, it's what's going to be repeating. Mm. And you can make mm, it. You okay. can make it a little wider or thinner. I mean, yeah. Re- you you repeating? I think they call it a loop to loop. For that, yeah. All right, cool. So, um, uh, what about whenever you have? Let's say someone sends you a document. Uh, is there an app that you guys have to have on your phone that helps you, you know, like sign and send it off, or or any like any set of apps that help you get that sort of work done? I don't like, use like, any. No, I have, okay. I have Acrobat Reader to read them. To read them. 
Okay. Wait, you, why don't you just use like the like iBooks or something to read it? Mm, I like Acrobat. Oh, okay. Because in Acrobat you could you could annotate, right? In Acrobat, is that why? Um, you can't annotate. It's just when I want to read a PDF. Oh, okay. I I put them straight into iBooks, and then at least it's stored in my iBooks uh, library. I guess that I never done that. Okay, okay. And so basically, like for me to to get my work done, I I use uh, that app. I don't know if you guys know it, Workflow where you could sort of make different uh, formulas and then you could, let's say someone sent you a PDF, you could then say, put this, uh, you know, put this PDF into Goodreader or something like that. Uh, not Goodreader, Good, uh, what's it called again? Uh, yeah, Goodreader, that uh, PDF. That's where I, I usually could do my PDF stuff. And then, you know, package it, package it back up, email it out. Uh, anything like that that you guys use? Uh, Ty? I've never had, a document sent to me that I had to sign or anything. No? So, no. Mm. And if I actually do things with documents, it's probably going to be Google Docs mm. using that and just either view it or maybe do a little um, input on whatever mm. needs to be inputted. Mm -hmm. And that's basically it mm. for documents. Mm -hmm. Like, no. Okay. Yeah. Dick? No, I don't. Okay, so just the acrobat reading and that's it. Yeah. Okay, and uh, a touch. Um, and I haven't run across a scenario where I need my phone to sign a document. I usually do that on my Mac. Okay. Um, but like, 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 let's say if you're on the go, like your Mac is not with you. Never have I been in a situation that urgent. Really? Okay. No. Um, oh. I do use uh, Dropbox a lot when it mm -hmm. comes to uh, you know, um, pulling in documents and reading them mm -hmm. and sharing them if necessary mm -hmm. and if i need, really need to do some writing then uh I'd probably google docs or google sheets mm. not much more not much more okay all right interesting all right so dick what uh, what category uh is important for your mobile life like you know like for me it's photography what what is that one category for you with your mobile device i don't think i have one um no it's a general purpose thing. Yeah, but I and, and I have gone back to chess with friends, which was a big deal for me before, and I got off for like six months. Mm. Uh, but I like that app. Um, and some of the social apps, I just like to have them on there. And Google, I, I got to have Drive. Evernote, Drive, OneNote. I got to have those because I have a lot of documents that I can access. Wow. Uh -huh. What? What? <laughs> <coughs> Evernote. I just started using Evernote again, actually. The thing is, I I, I don't use it as much anymore because mm. you can only put on two devices now for free. Yeah, I know, I know. But OneNote, I'm trying to get used to it. That started when I used started using my my Surface Pro. Oh, okay. So I got you get you one. get you get you get free space with the Surface Pro, right? Like, uh, so, or no? Well, one OneNote is for free. It's free. Yeah, I mean, right. But don't you get extra space because you bought a Surface Pro, or am I? I, I think so. Um, okay. But it's not forever, so you have to pay for it eventually. Pay for it eventually, okay. So you don't get used, don't get too used to it then. What it was is the pen that, that comes with the surface. When you tap the, the eraser button, it opens up OneNote, so it makes it it makes it very easy for you to want to use OneNote. You just click your pen, OneNote opens up, and you start writing. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, smart on their part. Yeah, yeah. All right, cool. And uh, Ty, uh, a category uh, that is important to you on the uh, oh, I gotta have. Other mm -hmm. apps, though, like, you know, dating apps. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you dating, Dick? 
it's like a new thing. Everybody does it. It's you just you just when you're bored, you open it up and you swipe left or right, and that's all you do with your time. Really? Yeah, it's like the the way to do it now. And guess what? Uh huh. If you swipe right on somebody and they swipe uh-huh. right on you, uh-huh. that means you guys are compatible, and they usually agree to meeting up. You know, it's that easy. Interesting. Yeah. So you're like a casual dater dating app user. Yeah, I'm sure, but I also know that uh, my lady doesn't listen to our show, so I can say that. <laughs> that maybe, but maybe that'll teach her. <laughs> you're a beta tester, so you know you're just beta testing, is it right? Uh, yes. Yes. You yes. just give valuable just feedback. Reporting to back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually actually what I'm gonna say. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, and uh, Ty, any other categories that are very important to you? Like the one category that is important to you for your, you know, for your mobile device. <sighs> like photography uh, is for me. Dick, you know, beta testing, you know, dating apps. No, the the, the main <laughs> one I said was where my where my information and documents are. Okay. All yes. these cloud storages, I, I need to have those. Yes, yes. There you go. Uh, main category for me would probably be, be photography. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of done with Pokemon. Oh, wow. Welcome back the, to the, the real world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So photography, that's a big one. And I always try to get uh, productivity uh, applications on there, but I always like switch them up or s- some company dies and I need to search for another one. Mm-hmm. Sunrise and me and you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you know, and like, yeah. That is, that is it, you know. Okay. And also with, like, I'm trying out different mailing apps. Like, yeah, still, I'm still not able to find, like, the sweet spot. Like, that will be my productivity workflow, and I will keep it at that. I just keep switching it up. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you, Tosh? Uh, before I answer, uh, the AC just came on in uh, in the building. Do you guys hear it? No. no. Okay, no. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess the, the number one things for me are music and podcasts. Mm-hmm. So there should be apps for that. And uh, yeah, I have Apple Music and Spotify subscriptions. Wait, you so, have both? Yeah. Oh, well, how come? Um, I, I like to have the choice. Mm. You know, some uh, there are some Apple Music exclusives. Mm-hmm. I think Spotify uh, doesn't do that, but uh, I, I like the idea of having both services available. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as long as I can afford it, and uh, there there are slight differences between uh, what's what's being offered between the two. Mm, okay. Do do you still have your .dot edu uh, email account? Um, I should. Oh, no, I, I never had a .dot edu, edu uh, oh, you account didn't. because okay. that's that's uh, U S U S thing. Uh, okay, okay. No, because yeah. you could still you could you could sign up into the .dot edu portal at, for Apple Music. It's four nine nine a month. What? Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, so music and podcasts. Uh, those are the two main things for podcasts. I still use Overcast. They just okay. they just introduced a, a freemium scheme. Not too yeah. happy with that, but uh, well, see what I do with. Every that. time I open the thing up and I see those ugly ads, I I am like, oh man, dude, that looks so hideous. Yeah, ads. I haven't seen any. Oh. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. I think I'm gonna buy. Uh, I kind of like. Um, ah, damn! I forgot Cast- the name. Castro, Downcast. No, 
Pocket oh, Cast. Oh, the one that's on the one that's on Android as well. The one by Jelly, uh, by Jelly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. You're gonna try to buy that again? Uh, maybe. But the thing is, I'm not able to buy any apps now. So yeah. <laughs> so Overcast with the with the ads that is then. Uh, yeah, or maybe just podcast. The podcast app, app from like app. an like an animal. It's gotten better yeah. over over the years. It definitely has. It definitely has. Yeah, it has. But uh, I don't know. Like. <laughs> and we'll have an episode about that another time. I'm pretty sure you have a lot to say. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, Tosh. <laughs> well, actually, I'm I'm considering just uh, paying up for Overcast. I mean, but I've, then I've using, I think I've it'll be ten dollars a year though if you pay up. <laughs> what? I think so. Isn't that how it goes? Yeah, well, that's less less than a buck a month. Yeah, I can, I can live no, with that. No, don't do it. That's no. that's that's half a cup don't. of coffee per per month. Mm. <laughs> no, no. A one time fee, I could get that. Yeah, I like one time fees. I don't like the the whole like pay me a subscription. Like if he said a, a two nine nine or three nine nine subscription subscription, I could get on board with that. I mean, I, I really do want to support him. I, I like the work he does. He, he's really it's a good app, man. It, it's a great app, and he's a smart guy. Um, and he, you know, I mean, I, I you know, this is a trial for him. So I, I'm kind of weighed out to see what he ultimately decides is going to be the best move for him. But for right now, he's trying this out, and I'll just wait it out. And maybe, maybe he decides that four ninety nine a year is the number, and then I'll definitely pay him that for sure. All right. but, but wait, but like four ninety nine for what? what, what for his for getting? his continue. No, no. The thing about it is that he does a lot. Of, look, he does a lot of work on this app. It, it, this uh, app, this app actually. I, I cannot disagree on that, but four ninety nine for what? <laughs> if you were if you were a developer, you would want someone to pay you for your time. It's about loyalty, man. It's about yeah, loyalty. it is. No, but uh, I mean, it's, it's, please, it's, uh, like, I, I think I think go it's to not. Twitter River, right, or like the Tweetbot, right? Like after two to three years, come up with Tweetbot too, like. Mm. No, I, I don't. I think I think this is the better way. I'd rather him not have me go download another app, so then I have to re-import mm. everything or resync everything. Uh, but go ahead, Tosh. What were you saying? He's not. He's not forcing me to do anything. I mean, it's exactly. his, it's his prerogative no. to introduce ads to into his app. It's his app, and he's offering it for free. Right. Um, but hey, I, I would like an ad-free experience, and I think he deserves my money. I mean, I've I've, I've been using his app for long enough. Uh, you know, for a lot of time during the day. So I agree. I think it's only mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. But um, let me let me think. What else do I use? Um, I mean, I use Dropbox a lot. I use the voice recorder a lot, actually. You do? Yeah. What do you, What do you do? Um, well, usually when I have music musical ideas these days, I just record them that way. Okay. So pretend. Oh. So pretend right now you're using the app. Do one of your little ideas. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, have me, you have to pay me, man. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, then how about you just give me some ads and then I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tash, have you actually tried out the recording app from uh, Propellerhead? No. It's good? No. Uh, yeah, it's kind of good. And I think it could mean to value for you because I think for with a voice recorder, you actually note... Um, musical stuff too right um yes yeah uh it might benefit you but in what way is, is the quality better is uh uh multi-track oh okay yeah i like I that i believe three three tracks All right. yeah i think i think it is three tracks well yeah. speaking of multi-track i i use uh loopy as well mm. you know mm-hmm. that app actually so, um the the well what's currently the theme of this podcast that was made with loopy oh okay so you did that undergo with this thing and, and 
you could uh, we could record one section then record the next section or or exactly you... yeah and it's oh, done okay. in a very straightforward way it's just uh, um, well based on loops as the name suggests so mm -hmm. it's not a linear uh, uh, workspace that you work in it's just uh, you you push a button uh, mm -hmm. before you push it you, you determine um, what's my tempo how how many bars does the the loop have to run and then you just keep layering mm. and that's that's a really cool way to come up with very rough song ideas or uh well podcast themes mm -hmm. so you use the one that you the, the loopy hd or the other one loopy the HD. one with the blue oh okay okay yeah i didn't even know they had a paid version of it yeah and um what, what's cool about it is that um it works really well with external gear as well mm, i have okay. a i have an iric pro and a works really well with that. Mm -hmm. So even if I want to okay. record some more high fidelity stuff with actual instruments, that it's supported by that as well. Oh, cool, cool. Um, well, otherwise, well, the calendar is very important nowadays. You use the stock calendar, by the way? Um, I do, and uh, also linked it to my Outlook, okay. which I also use. Okay. I actually like Outlook a lot. Yeah? Yeah. It's fun. It, 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 feels, it feels really funny using a Microsoft. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. What was that? No, I... Uh, Ty, were you saying something? Oh wow, you just hear, heard me? <laughs> that was like uh, 30 seconds ago. What'd you say? Um, they bought um, Sunrise. Oh, yes, I remember that now. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, who, who, bu who, who bought who? Microsoft bought uh, Microsoft. They bought Sunrise. Sunrise, yeah. A lot of people I mean, were pissed off about that, right? And what 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 yeah. is Sunrise? And I think they're just falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sunrise is a calendar app. And it had a lot of great features and uh, great design as well. Mm -hmm. And a couple of those design cues uh, were brought over to the Outlook app oh, okay. on the iPhone, but it still isn't as good as the Sunrise app. Mm. I use Fantastical for my calendar. I, I use that in conjunction with the main app, but Fantastical is definitely like my go-to app. That's pay, uh paid version, right? Yeah, paid, yeah. M m may yeah. I say that that is a very bad point. <laughs> the Fantastical? Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastical. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, a uh, little side note: uh, it was Pocket Cast. Oh, yes, Pocket Cast. Yeah, by by Je Shifty Jelly, right? Yeah, Shifty Jelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember the Shifty Jelly part. I just don't remember the name of the app that they made. Mm. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, were, were you done, uh, Tosh? Yeah, yeah, okay. I think so. All right, cool, guys. So let's get to the music corner. Okay, okay. So uh, music corner. Um, I didn't tell you uh, you guys before and what I was going to do. Mm -mm. Um, I want to talk about live music for a little bit. Ooh. Just live music in general. Okay. Because um, mm. I think there's something really special that happens once um, you see a, 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 a artist that you've heard a record from and you see them performing on stage. Well, if they're good, if they're any mm -hmm. good. Course. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. Are you guys that that frequent concerts a lot? No. I know that Dick does occasionally, but uh, what about what about you guys? No. Mm, no, not really. Or maybe what was the last concert that you that you went to? If you can even remember, it was it was Sade, probably nine uh, two thousand and. Three, two thousand four. Okay, that's a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, Shade. Oh, well, that's, that's that's a good great. that's a good artist though. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, you know, no, actually, uh, no. Celine Dion, Celine Dion, uh, two thousand five. Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. Or two thousand four, oh, okay. maybe. Yeah. Also very good. Yes. And still hey, very I, long I, time. I, I have high taste, guys. 
<laughs> yeah, very, very controversial taste as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> All right, uh, Ty. Last concert you ever went to? Uh, last concert, like an actual concert, or like um, anything, no, anything live? Is, anything live that was this year with uh, a bunch of uh, yeah, like three areas and like two stages where. Uh, I don't. Uh, what was the Latin guy's name? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, Prince Royce and stuff like that. <laughs> Enrique uh, Enrique Iglesias. No, oh. the year before that, um, Juan Luis Guerra came. Mm. Okay. Yeah, they have different artists on stage and stuff like that. But like that to me, it kind of is a concert. With no, nah, that is that is a concert, isn't it, uh, Tosh? Wouldn't you consider that a concert? I would consider that a concert, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Then I have been to a concert recently. All right. And the shows that they performed, like, they were actually on stage for, like, an hour. And that, like, uh, three songs and bye. Yeah, those are concerts. Mm -hmm. Definitely concerts. And what about you, uh, Dick? Um, Last concert I went to this year was Bilal. I went to a Radiohead OK Computer concert, but it was different bands performing every track of the, of the album of course i'm gonna go see radiohead next week in mexico city mm. but my favorite concerts that i've seen favorite artists i've seen in the past uh i've seen outcast seen kanye west uh i saw kanye west with you is, is you saw it different than yeah. that time uh we went yeah, it was, was outside too, right? right yeah outside yeah mm-hmm. it was, i yeah. think he i think i saw him did he come to tallahassee i'm not sure which, which, uh, which era of kanye we're talking about College, college dropout. dropout. College, college dropout. Yeah, yeah. College, exactly at college dropout. Before yeah. he was a bag of douches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. All right. So, so did you almost lose your phone? Me? Yeah. I, I might have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so you guys can appreciate the the, the quality that that a live setting actually can add to a. A, uh, a artist repertoire mm-hmm. the little yes, bit of definitely. extra energy a little bit of extra urgency that comes out when they're actually doing it live when they're actually in front of an audience instead mm-hmm. of in a controlled studio environment and uh, you know can sort of uh, hide their flaws uh, behind production tricks and whatnot mm-hmm. right yep so yeah. those are just among some of the things that I appreciate about live music you know, I've I've been on this earth for long, but uh, um, I, I've gotten a lot of life-changing experiences from going to concerts, going to festivals, um, particularly the North Sea Jazz Festival. That's one of the greatest festivals. If you ever get a chance to go there, regardless of where you're from, please go. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's every year the lineup uh, is just stellar. Um, but of course, uh, there there are a lot of concert registrations and live albums that we can talk about so i've assembled a little list not in any particular order um not sort of organized along a particular theme but of live albums that i've listened to over the years that have really made an impact on me so i'm 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 going to talk about uh, a few live albums now uh that have really made an impact on me um, they're not really organized along a, a particular genre or organized along a particular theme, but I just think they're albums. If you're a lover of live music, you should just listen to. Um, well, two episodes ago, we talked about Metallica, mm-hmm. and they made a very, well, I think a spectacular live album called S&M in uh, 1999 with uh, the San Francisco Symphony. Um, 
this came together in a very interesting way. Uh, when they were recording the Black album, they came up with this sort of ballad, uh, which became one of their greatest hits, no, Nothing Else Matters. And they wanted some orchestration for that. So they went to Michael Kamen, uh, a, a composer and, and director, uh, and asked him to, um, well, sort of work out an arrangement for them. And, well, that that's came about in, in, a, in an organic way and but afterwards they n- never spoke again until some kind ca- uh, some award show i don't remember which one where michael Kamen was and metallica was and then uh, one of the guys from metallica came up to michael and said hey let's do a a a, a, a concert together and he was like what why but <laughs> uh it came together somehow and it, it's well what you might think when a, a symphony orchestra uh, and a metal band come together. It's, it's a very, very interesting, very strange, but also very effective combination. Uh, so I'm going to play you a track from one of uh, uh, one of the tracks from that album. It's called "Wherever My, Wherever I May Roam." I love that song. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a great song to begin with, but with with the added or, uh, orchestration, it becomes uh, even more epic than it already was. There we go. Looking at that record as mm-hmm. a whole, um, what's really cool there is how Michael Kamen's creativity comes together with Metallica's creativity. Um, I mean, of course, Michael would make a lot, a lot of choices that Metallica wouldn't and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, what's also cool is that, well, classical musicians, they have a very different sense of performance and timing 
compared to well most bands most popular bands like uh, like metallica um and somehow they, they managed to work around that and, and made sure that the orchestra and and the band completely locked in um and well what the, how it comes together is just uh, amazing also um James Hetfield's vocals, they, they have been up and down through the years, but um, I think on this record, vocally, uh, he's at, at the pinnacle of, of his vocal capabilities. He brought it. Yeah, he did, definitely. Yeah. Was um, it a tour or just one concert? One concert, one-off concert, in, actually in a, a theater, which is mm. a very atypical setting for, uh, for Metallica. In where? Uh, what, in America? Yeah, in the, in the let me see... In the Berkeley Community Theater, mm. yeah. Okay. So um, all of their, all of the uh, attendees were sitting. What? They were not. They were not moshing or anything. They were just sitting, and listening. Huh. Which is also something that you that you that you're not. Uh, and the tux wearing. Tux wearing? No, I don't think so. But <laughs> <laughs> the guys from Metallica were though. Oh, which okay. is cool. Um, but yeah, it's 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 also a way to appreciate the compositions that Metallica br- brings in. You know. Um, um, to really appreciate them musically mm-hmm. instead of just uh, you know banging your head to them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so um the next two albums that, I w- that i'm going to suggest also are popular bands or popular artists com- combined with orchestras for some reason and i, I just noticed it now that i'm looking at it but uh mm-hmm. um one artist we already mentioned it's uh the one and only Kanye West. Mm-hmm. After he released uh, the late registration, he also came out with a live album, Late Orchestration, which he <laughs> recorded in the legendary Abbey Road studio uh, with a 17-piece all-female orchestra, orchestra string uh, string ensemble. Um, also a very... Well, I guess with Kanye, with the samples he uses, I guess the orchestra fits more in place. But I still think the, the, the this performance setting works really well for Kanye. Um, you feel a little bit of extra urgency in his delivery. Uh, you feel that he's really in his element, and and what you already start to see here, because this is pretty early in his career, that he is definitely very ambitious. Mm-hmm. You know, both musically, but also performance-wise. Uh, also, if you look at it at his more recent, uh, um, well, main stage performances. Like the production is always top notch, regardless of what you might think of the music. <laughs> would you yeah. guys agree? Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's listen to "Diamonds from Sierra Leone" uh, as performed on the late orchestration. Saint Laurent. 
rock glasses I realize that I've arrived Cause it take more than a magazine to kill my vibe Does he write his own rhymes or sort of I think him That mean I forget better shit than you ever thought of Damn, is he really that caught up? I ask if you talking back flashes Do my name get brought up? Remember, I couldn't afford a Ford Escort or even a Ford track quarter. So it's only right that I let the top drop on the drop top portions for yourself. That's important. If you ship a name portion and you get tips from many men, then your fat friend, her nickname is Minivan. Excuse me, that's just the Henny Man. I smoke, I drink. I'm supposed to stop, I can't because. Oh, uh, throw your diamonds in the sky if you feel the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rock is still alive every time I rhyme. I say this. I accidentally threw my diamonds up in the air, but none of y'all could see it. Ah, uh, that's too bad. <laughs> I didn't know you were a diamond kind of guy. <laughs> Think somebody yeah, yeah, I bought your pack for a, for a gold kind of guy. <laughs> well, by the way, like li- listening to that. Yeah, oh gosh, I love my gold watch. <laughs> uh, listening to that, by the way, if Kanye was taken out of that, I would have still jammed to that. That was that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, the the orchestration really helps to yeah. fill out the arrangement, mm-hmm. um, and it's really really a step up um, for most hip hop concerts where it's just a DJ playing the beat mm-hmm. and the artist just rapping over it. Right. He was influenced uh, by Puffy. Yeah, you hear that when you listen. Remember Puffy did that, right? So I, I vaguely remember. Uh, he he um. But but then Puffy actually he he was influenced by Puffy in a lot of ways because didn't Puffy also have the whole gospel thing behind him on stage at one point uh, when Biggie died? Mm, yeah, I believe so. Because yeah, you know, like gospel is is kind kind of thing is gospel now, right? Well, not never since the yeah, I think he, I think he considers uh, the life of Pablo a gospel album. Mm-hmm. And Puffy did that before, you know, back in the late nineties, <laughs> early two thousands. Well, if if you think of it, um, they went through a little bit through the same trajectory as well. I mean, Puffy was originally more of a, ba- a background Produce. guy. Mm-hmm. Producer for Biggie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sort of came up, uh, came into his own as an artist at a later stage. After he got Biggie uh, took, taken out, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa, 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 okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Now. It went too far. Careful it went too now. far. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna lose so many listeners. I don't, okay, I apologize, listeners. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, sensitive subject. Yes, um, but yeah, you see that a lot more these days. Um, you know, when when hip hop is performed live a lot, a lot more of the time you'll see a, a band in the back or uh, even an orchestra in the back uh, which I really applaud it really um, brings home the idea that, that hip hop is, is actually a, a form of music in its own right True. Yeah. which can also mm-hmm. have an added value when, when performed live so the late orchestration definitely a, a recommendation for me um, another one that you might not think of since you're not from here uh, or at least not living here um i think i spoke about the band dumar yeah yeah did i yeah yes yeah well they're the closest that the netherlands has to the beatles they're this very 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 popular um well i would say reggae ska pop band from the from the 80s well they broke up um i think a little before the turn of the millennium or maybe at the turn of the millennium and then came back uh, not too long ago for this really big uh, concert tour um, which is a recurring thing in the Netherlands it's called Symphonica in Russo um, and it's it's a, a concert multi-day concert that takes place in a big venue with an orchestra um, with a, a different headlining artist each year 
And in 2012, this, the headlining artist was Dumar. And I was actually at that concert. Mm. So this is an extra cool one for me. And it was cool for multiple things. I, I'd always been a fan of Dumar. Um, I really dig their sound. I really dig also their lyrics. They're, they're, they have... If you look besides all of the songs about girls and love, uh, there there's a lot of um, counter-establishment sentiment going on. Uh, also a lot of uh, um, emotion and depth in it. And that really comes across when you see them perform those songs live, backed by a full orchestra. Um, and you also get to appreciate, I mean, these, these guys, they're, uh, they're well, they're oh. not the youngest, they, yeah, they're, they're getting old, <laughs> but they still have the chops. <laughs> in their vocals, actually, the fact that they're older now, it makes their lyrics and their songs even more believable. It will mm. be hard to, if, if, you're, an, if you're not a, a Dutch speaker, uh, it, it, it will be hard to catch. But uh, if you listen to the music, you probably understand a little bit of what I'm talking about. Okay. So just imagine these guys were a big hit in the 80s, and now they're uh, doing reunion concerts and probably looking at life differently a little bit. So... This is Dumar from their live album Symphonica and Rosso. Dumar Nuts also. I heard you in the background there. Ooh. <laughs> Tosh, he was at the concert, right? <laughs> <laughs> you heard me shouting. <laughs> yeah. And when was yeah, that concert? Pr- probably. What? What year was that concert? Uh, 2012. 
Okay. Okay. 2012. It was in Ahoy in Rotterdam. It's one of the biggest uh, concert venues we have. Mm-hmm. Um, what was really nice uh, about that concert it was how it brought together uh, so many different generations. You know, uh, adults uh, who grew up just going nuts over over the band when they were in the in the prime of their career mm-hmm. to their children or just younger people uh getting to know them later and just being happy that they're back together so that they get to experience them live you know i, I was probably one of those uh, that latter category mm-hmm. you went by yourself uh, no with a friend okay with a friend also a rabbit uh dumar fan mm-hmm. so it was a really good experience it was a really uh, great experience for the both of us mm-hmm. which we'll never forget probably so i, I had to throw in some dutch music there I uh, couldn't help it. <laughs> Another type of music that lends itself really well to live registrations is jazz. Yeah. And yeah. well, one of the more recent jazz albums that I, well, that really for me um, sort of summarizes the, the 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 appeal of of hearing jazz in a live setting. I mean, of course, you can't really carry it across in a recording you really have to be there but um there's something about jazz that sort of includes the room itself in the actual music if you understand what i mean mm-hmm. right yeah. it's not it's not a, a electric guitar and a keys going through a di going through you know a thousand inch speakers blasting into a concert hall it's usually a much more intimate setting um where you actually feel a sort of uh shimmer that 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 runs through the recording mm-hmm. um and one of those records that are that you really feel that um is double booked uh by robert glasper uh, robert glasper is an is a artist that we spoke about when we talked about kendrick's album to pimp a butterfly mm-hmm. because he's featured a lot there uh, doing the keys there as a pianist and uh, also he's a frequent collaborator with uh most deaf and bilal who mm-hmm. uh who Dick. You just mentioned going to a concert. He's a really interesting guy because he he's really first in the, the, the art of jazz and, and, and playing jazz piano, but he's also very much influenced by hip-hop, mm-hmm. in, uh, probably mm-hmm. in equal parts. So um, you really see a, a great mixture in his records, um, particularly his, his breakout record, Afro, um, <laughs> Black Radios. Mm-hmm. There you really see... Um, how his different influences come together, but the, the, this record, Double Booked, uh, is, is a much rawer album, which uh, also displays different sides of him. Um, half of the album features him in a trio with uh, Chris Dave on drums and Vicente Archer on, on bass. In, in the second half of the album, um, the, the ensemble is filled out by Derek Hodge and uh, Casey Benjamin, and also on vocals you have most Def and Bilal jumping in. Um, so it's really two sides to uh, to to his uh, artistry. One that's much more uh, confined and control, and one that's much more experimental. I'm going to play you a track from the, his more um, confined traditional trio side. Um, this one is called "No Worries." Here we go. On the bass is Vicente Archie, and a man himself. Please put your hands together, the Robert Glasper Trois.
uh, those familiar. Amazon Music has that. Uh, mm. I'm gonna play that on my Echo when I go to sleep tonight. That 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 sounds great, man. Uh, oh, I'd like to hear that. Yeah, man, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I do have an Echo, man. Okay, sorry. Those, those those who are versed in jazz will hear a lot of influences, uh, you know, uh, from Herbie Hancock in particular when it comes to his articulations on the piano. I saw him play live um, earlier this year, actually. Mm. Um, you know, next to being a great player, he's also a very funny guy. Mm. <laughs> Almost to the point where um, he he could actually make a living as a comedian, in my opinion. Is that funny? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but uh, that that uh, that actually shines through in his playing. It's it's really um, loose and re- really um, playful. Yeah, playful. Yeah. yeah, I was looking for another word, but. Uh, yeah, playful for sure. Um, and he's he's definitely he has a he has a grand vision when it comes to composition. Um, if you like um, more modern jazz like this, um, definitely also check out um, uh, Kamasi Washington, mm-hmm. uh, the Epic. Uh, that's probably the greatest jazz record, um, well put out in the last decade. And uh, well, unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not a live album, so it doesn't qualify for this list. But uh, uh, yeah, definitely check that out as well. Okay, cool. We'll do. All right. Um, well, now we come to one of my all-time idols. Can you guess which one it is? Mayer. Yes. <laughs> John Mayer. In yep. 2008, he recorded a legendary album. Um, well, actually, in t- uh, um, no, no, 2008. Um, it's called Live in Los Angeles. Uh, Where the Light Is, Live in Los Angeles. And what makes it such a a special record is uh, that it covers, well, his entire discography until that point. Mm. So up until that point, he had uh, made, I guess, more singer-songwritery stuff. Most of it recorded in his bedroom, so very, very intimate intimate indeed. Um, later on, he, he co- started to cooperate with uh, Steve Jordan in particular and also Pino Palladino and also released a trio record with them, uh, a live trio record uh, called Try. And then later on, he evolved into much more, um, I guess, uh, lofty pop territory. <laughs> um, and well, all of those sides are covered on, uh, on that live album. Um, he starts out acoustically just by himself with an acoustic guitar uh then uh, takes pino paladino and steve jordan onto the stage and they perform as a trio and perform amazing blues and then at the end he he brings in his full band and they play his um well um more of his pop stuff Mm -hmm. but every section of that concert it really has its own vibe and its own it shows it's uh, um, a, a very specific side of, of, of John Mayer's songwriting, John Mayer's playing, um, his musical sensibilities, his storytelling, etc. Um, and I think the middle section that's particularly compelling, uh, if you're coming to John Mayer uh, with an attitude, oh, he's just this pop womanizer guy. Well, which he is. Which he is. <laughs> uh, but he's also just a phenomenal guitar player and singer and, 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 and composer. Um, so what we'd like to play you from the trio set is uh, Who Do You Think I Was? Yeah. I got half a smile and two more shame I got a reflection 
So uh, I think this uh, this makes the point for me that um, even an artist like John Mayer can have a, l- a lot more complexity than meets the eye, and that's definitely carried over in in, uh, in a live album like this one. And well, this 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 is one of those albums that really inspires me to play, to pick up my guitar, to uh, you know write songs, to work on my work on my chops, etc., uh, etc. Et um, to practice well, your underwear catching too, or no? Yeah, that's also an important skill. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, the, the the bassist that you heard here, Pino Palladino, he's also known for his cooperation with D'Angelo, mm. who you know is also a major influence on me. Mm-hmm. And in fact, D'Angelo released a pretty stellar live album himself, as you will imagine as well. Though, though that's one of those albums that actually makes me mad. <laughs> mad because yeah. It sucks. As in, it's, it's, it's just too good. Yeah, oh. I had a feeling that's what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why even bother playing music when... Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's, it's in 1998, so right before he actually released Voodoo. So he was right about to break into that, that spiral of fame that, uh, that came with uh, the release of Voodoo. So it was right after Brown Sugar. I think he actually played some unreleased Voodoo tracks on this album, but uh, I'm not quite sure. Um but, uh, well, this track on this live uh, registration is from his debut album, Voodoo, uh, Brown, Sugar. Brown Sugar. It's called Lady. Mm. Here we go. I don't think I didn't hear you, Ty. (laughs) 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 Sorry about that, man. (laughs) No, I I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is one of those records. It's just amazing. An amazing performance. Um, 
I was just looking at it, and it's actually um, the, the, it was released in uh, in '98, but the recording is actually from '95. Wow, really? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think that's actually right after he's he released uh, he released Brown Sugar. So this is really the, the start of his career. But it was already already proving himself to be this uh, amazing band leader and performer. Mm-hmm. Um, What's also cool to mention is uh, one of the backing vocals that you heard there was actually Angie Stone. Mm, really? Before she yep. was anybody? I'm not sure. Probably. Probably. Maybe, maybe she had maybe she had a record out at that time, but she wasn't major. Uh, the same can, can be said for Anthony Hamilton. He wasn't on this uh, recording, but uh, he also used to uh, do backing vocals for D'Angelo in the beginning. Oh, really? Wow. Before he really propelled uh, his own career. Yeah. So... I guess D'Angelo, um, despite not releasing very frequently, uh, has the power to uh, to showcase uh, a, a lot of wonderful artists. I mean, uh, Rafael Sadiq being one of them as well, or uh, you know, Quest Crew from the Roots. Uh, wow. Well, what you might also know is that uh, D'Angelo is heavily influenced by Prince. Yeah. Mm. Um, like Prince, uh, D'Angelo likes to have full control of his musical process, likes to do a lot of his own stuff in the studio, you know, play most of the instruments. Um, I really admire that. Yeah. And I think he really he, he really creates a sheltered environment for himself in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now you might expect me to play a little bit of Prince, but I'm not going to. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course, Prince has released a lot of live albums, a lot yeah. of great live albums. But I want to point your attention towards Jet Rebel, uh, a Dutch artist who has earned a label for himself. Uh, well, the Dutch Prince. Dutch Prince. Okay. <laughs> because Prince. just like yeah, because just like Prince used to, he. Well, his latest album is an exception to the rule, but uh, all his work before that, he used to do in the studio by himself, mm-hmm. playing every instrument from keys to bass to guitar to drums, uh, all doing all of the vocals himself, layering the vocals. Um, really just uh, exactly the same process as Prince the only difference being that uh, Jet Rebel is a much much more frantic person than uh, than Prince Mm. is or was Um, suffers from ADHD and uh, you can really tell when you look at him Mm -hmm. Uh, I think his music is a way of him to release all of that energy Um, but um, yeah that could could be an interesting debate how much those two are related but uh, um he released a live album last year. Uh, he did a, a great concert in Paradiso and uh, made a concert registration of that as well. Um, and that's, uh, there he plays uh, his work from um, the, the first two EPs that he released, the Venus and Mars EP, and uh, the studio album, his first studio album that he released uh, just before that, Hits for Kids. And what's fun about this live registration or any of his live performances is that you can really there see his musical vision comes to life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's funny realizing that, well, on the record, all of all, all of the things that you hear, that's just him. You know, By it's him. Yeah, it's him strumming that guitar. It's him playing the guitar solo. It's, it's him playing the keys. It's him playing the drums. And seeing that translated into a live setting with, uh, with actual uh, uh, musicians, with an actual band and him leading the band, um, you really see that translation, that process of translation where... Um, uh, he basically takes all of the qualities that that his band members have and sort of sort of um, uses them to to create a better whole because that 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 is often what you will get with his live performances, uh, mm-hmm. just an elevated version of the studio track. Mm, okay. um, so actually, the, this song on this live registration is from his first EP, Venus. It's uh, well, 
hit one of his local hits, uh, Louise. Um, so played live in Paradiso in 2015, Jet Rebel. Good luck shaking that melody. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's got a lot of pop sensibilities as well. He writes great choruses, and uh, well, you should you should see him perform live. It's uh, it's a sight. <laughs> and the guy is only uh, I think 24, 25 years old. Oh, really? He sounds older. Yeah, and also he he sounds like he's he was born in the in the wrong decade. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah, he has a lot of old school uh, ability to him. Um, so yeah, I, th- that's what I want to end on. Um, a fresh Dutch artist who can really play um, and, and really adds a, a value to to seeing him in in concert uh, mm-hmm. compared to uh, his studio records, which are also great, I should say. Um, and I hope this sort of s- because I, I know a lot of people who who can appreciate music, but for some reason just don't go to concerts. It's expensive now. It is. It definitely is. Um, that's why I always suggest go to a festival. I mean, you pay more upfront, but uh, you get a lot more in return. Mm-hmm. You know, a festival will allow you to see maybe six concerts in a day. Right. And that the, you know, if if you do one one fest- festival each year, then at least you get your uh, uh, your year's worth of uh, of good music, yes, good fix, live music, yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Especially mm-hmm. festivals like the North Sea Jazz Festival, where. Um, you know, a lot of uh, different types of artists come together, despite it being a jazz fest- jazz festival. I mean, Snoop Dogg has performed there as well. Mm. Um, <laughs> really? A lot of the artists that 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 uh, were on this list have performed there. I mean, Jed Rebel has performed there. D'Angelo has performed there. Robert Glasper has performed there. So uh, mm. yeah, uh, I definitely still have to check out Norty Jazz, man. Like, let's go together. I man. wanted to do it. For, it sounds like a good appointment, man. But it's, uh, it's going to be for uh, almost a year. So, uh, but yeah, um, live music—it's—it's it's definitely worth the investment. If you—if you're in any any sort of way into music, go see concerts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, 
I can guarantee I you 100% of the time it's different than the record. Yeah, yeah. I can yeah, definitely. And with all the money we save by not buying records, we can just go to the concerts. <laughs> right. And actually, it's a better way of supporting the artists. Yeah. They make more money that way, right? I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Well, most of it usually. Right. So uh, I guess that, that I hope that will be the takeaway for this uh, music corner. And uh, hopefully also for you guys uh, on the other end of the line. Uh who might not be used to going to a lot of concerts. Uh, do yourself a favor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shall. Yes. Good. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. I, I did, this was just really a random selection of records. Um, just I uh, just uh, came off the top of my yeah. mind. There are, of course, many more. Mm-hmm. Um, and still, there are just registrations. Also, not the same thing as going to an actual concert. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, hopefully the, this sort of warmed up you guys and uh, and people listening to uh, to go buy the ticket. Yes, and we're talking to you, Vic Hudson. <laughs> yes, to you, Vic Hudson. Anyone listening? Oh, and uh, one great app maybe that you could use uh, is Songkick mm-hmm. uh, that actually goes through your music library, uh, looks at which artists you listen to, and actually tells you when they're in town. So really? uh, yeah, oh, that's great. I'm downloading right now. Yes, go and do it. So Songkick or uh, uh, I think Bands in Town that pretty much does the same thing. So uh, you're welcome. Yes, grazie. <laughs> so anyway, anything else we're talking about uh, today, guys? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, <laughs> should we wrap it up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think right. we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> All right, cool, Dick. Where shall we find you? Uh, Twitter, man. Dick underscore daily. That's the only place? Y- you won't even find me there, but yeah. <laughs> Still, I'm there. <laughs> All right. I saw you were tweeting about some sort of conference. Oh, I did three-day startup. Oh, three-day startup. We started a company. I'm I, uh, part of another company now. I mean, oh. it's in the early stages, but yeah. Yeah? Okay. Well, me and you need to talk then, because I'm actually part of uh, a non-for-profit that I'm going to be... Uh, I'm. I just now am delving into. Okay. Um, Let's cool. do. Uh, Ty, where shall we find you? You can find me on Twitter, ty09, and that's about it. That's about it. You no, know, any anywhere that matters. Yeah. But right now, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to do Twitter, but like, I'm fed up with the apps, man. I, I, I just want the old Twitter back, where all third-party applications could do whatever they wanted. Uh huh. Okay. All right, cool. And Tosh, where shall we find you? Um, I'm still committed to Twitter. And you can actually find me there uh, at Tosh Palak. And also the website is www.toshiropolak.com. Mm-hmm, cool. Of all of the yes, people, sir. you were the one huh? that hated Twitter the most. <laughs> well, I, was, I, was, I just wasn't on it. <laughs> yeah. But I eased into it, and now I'm... Uh, I can say I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Twitter user, actually. Now you're balls deep. Balls deep in, in the Twitter. Wow. <laughs> into the stream <laughs> exactly alright cool alright where should we find you Clay yes I'm CW Daily everywhere that matters and uh, if it doesn't matter don't bother ciao <laughs> peace Hello. peace out return to your regular scheduled programming <laughs>